now we all done it. New theme. Monday Night Raw. Season episode. Season premiere, whatever. Episode. Season premiere of Raw. Welcome to the CZWP of the review, even, of the season premiere of Raw that just happened. We're here to review it. Kale with a C. Zach with a Z. That's how we do it. We're really happy to be doing this Raw review. We told you guys we were going to do some Raw reviews. So here we go because we got the new season. The draft just happened. Last episode, we covered SmackDown, the new look on SmackDown. I don't know if we were totally thrilled with all the changes made on SmackDown, Zach, but maybe the good side of that is there's some people we really like that are on Raw now. Yeah. And uh, we'd see a lot of them in this episode. Really, this episode was dominated by The Fiend and Alexa. Alexa And that was awesome. So we'll get into all that. A lot of moving parts on this show, man. Yeah, especially the open. The open was pretty sick. You know, you have... You know, we were going to play the beginning of Alexa Bliss. Well, actually, Tom Phillips, you know, introducing, like, the new song, basically, a little bit. Yeah, you just heard the new theme song. Yeah, the new song. theme, yeah. And I like uh, Samoa Joe back on commentary. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, Samoa Joe, Todd Phillips, and Byron, Byron. Saxton, yeah. And, yeah, like you were just saying, uh, Todd Phillips kind of introduces the show, and he gets cut off by the screechy Fiend yeah. sound effect music. Yeah. With Alexa Bliss in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's just like, he's here. <laughs> and then pretty let good. him in or whatever. You know how she did it, you know? Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Yeah. And then, uh, then the Fiend comes out. Yeah, we get the Fiend like pretty much a full entrance, I think. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Which I'll say, I've said before, I'll say it again, is really cool in the Thunderdome. You know, uh, they really use they Yowie use the Thunderdome to full effect for the Fiend they do. intro. So that's pretty sweet. Um, I think I texted you, Zach. I was like two minutes in. Raw is already better and than I was, all Yeah, and I was like an hour into Raw and part of the football game. And you're like, yeah, two hour, two minutes in and, the, and Raw is pretty good. I was like, yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I started watching it a little bit yeah. later. That's the... That's neither here nor there, it but yeah, um, I was pulled into the show right away because I love The Fiend and Alexa Bliss, as, as we've talked about, and it was like the opposite of the SmackDown intro, which kind of the Lars Sullivan, Sullivan <laughs> actually thing. The, actually, the authority figures of yeah. Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, yeah. that did not happen. You just had Tom Phillips and the commentary team just explain what's going to happen tonight on Raw a right. little bit. They didn't so that every, was pretty good, yeah. They didn't have everybody come out and like wave, like, look who's here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was cool, man. I yeah. was psyched. And then uh, it wasn't the end of the segment by any means after like The Fiend comes in and him and Alexa Bliss. Are, uh, and hold it, like she's holding his hand and then yeah. like they're just sto- they just stand still for like about like two three minutes and then like retribution and their song comes on also yeah they have a theme song now i think it's new i don't remember them actually having a theme right just remember they just had like the words retribution come out everywhere on like the the uh, thunderdome and then like that was no music and then they would come out and wreck stuff and that was it yeah what i i loved about this was uh, the Fiend and Alexa Bliss just standing there like totally straight-faced. Like it didn't phase them right. at all that right. Retribution surrounded the ring and was closing in on them. Yeah, and then you have Mustafa Ali, Slapjack, everybody, you know. And uh, so they came into the ring, they come in, and then, you know, it's just like Mustafa Ali puts his hand up, but then the Fiend beats him to it with turning the lights off, and then like they both disappear. Yeah, they like and teleport the out of yeah, the ring. Yeah, yeah. So they got away from them in the ring. Everybody's like swinging at like nothing and like grabbing the ground. I think uh, Shane Thorne as uh, who's Shane Thorne as Slapjack? That's not Slapjack. 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 Yeah, yeah Slapjack. Yeah. yeah. So Slapjack was like smacking the ground, and then after that, it was like. Nice transition to the Hurt Business, you know. They had a lot of good transitions for, like, the beginning of Raw, you know. Yeah, I agree. I like that it was sort of – I like when there's one thing after another, and it sort of makes sense because, you know, we've had tension building up between 
retribution in the hurt business. I don't really get exactly where the hurt business lies on like the heel face side of things, man. And because retribution has to be a heel faction, so yeah, maybe I guess you're right, man. They're tweeners, I guess. We'll see where they go with it. And and the later on in the show with like. Titus O'Neil, basically, yeah, you know. Yeah, where then they were really heel acting in that <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. which was cool, and we'll talk about that. But yeah, and you know, you mentioned that, and what I liked about this episode is we were going to, like, I like when they sort of have a thread going through the episode where, you know, we would get to see The Fiend and Alexa Bliss early and then also later in the show, you know, we see Early the and often, man. Yeah. Early and often, you know. That's a good point. And we see the Hurt Business now. We're going to see more from them later. More retribution, uh, more retribution. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like when um, it just sort of makes everything feel like... We say it integrates into, like, the the show? Yeah, yeah. And it just makes it feel like this is all, like, uh, it's all happening, like, real time, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like sometimes I just thought Smack and I'm not going to keep comparing it to SmackDown, but that just felt like so generic like all right, this part and then this part and then that like yeah. there wasn't anything like pulling it all together. Right. Um and I thought Raw had a lot of that going on, which was cool. So yeah, I mean a great open. Yeah, so we just get into the match yeah, of the turned, her business and retribution. Right, it becomes six-man tag with a man uh, tag. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Basically the Survivor Series match, almost. What do they usually have, five on each team? Yeah, five yeah. on five, yeah. So, uh, so it's just four and four, so yeah. It's so I guess tag, we yeah. didn't, you know, that'll be the way they can do it different at Survivor Series. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I just, uh, I really like the opening segment. I didn't really love the match per se. Um, right. Because I guess we'll just go to the ending unless there's anything in the well, match. I, well, I mean, you have, like, before they, like, when they were wrestling, they went to, before they went to break, you had the Fiend on the big screen, like, the Megatron or whatever. Not the Megatron. Uh, yeah, the, Titantron. The Titantron. Yeah, same, Thinking of football, same, same Megatron, difference. whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. The big-ass TV. Yeah, sure, <laughs> there we go. And you had the Fiend close out the Coming out, coming into the commercial break with the fiend on the screen, yeah, and that's then right. so you had that's more right. of the fiend being into your TV and into the feud and stuff like that. Yep. So we come back, and then that's when we can get back to the ending with, uh, you know, uh, Dominic Dijakovic, uh T Bar, T Bar, yeah, T Bar. I'm just, I'm just bad with the names because it's just like it makes sense to call. How them can that. you forget T Bar and Flapjack know. and I mean, <laughs> Slapjacks? Sorry, Mr. Slap. Called him Flap. Whatever. It's a, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll I'll, get him. We'll get him. We'll get him right. Get I'll, him right. I'll edit that out. Yeah, all right. Edit it out, all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, we just have like, if you want to pick it up, you can. I mean, like, just talk about how, like, they just tapped out to the, the. Bobby Nelson or whatever it's called, or uh... yeah, the Nelson from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, Nelson. Uh, the full Nelson, which I do. I, I, you know, cool move. I like Bob Lashley doing that. But why are we having T Bar submit? And it, I mean, it doesn't make sense, man. Because like, I want to get your point point across. But my like, you, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I don't even really have a point other than it just. Makes them look really weak, but I don't know if Retribution ever looked strong or was ever really meant to. Uh, the promo later on might have a different take on that, <laughs> whatever that yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I don't know. It just seemed weird. Uh, and then to have The Fiend come in and wreck everybody, yeah. uh, I don't know why they... If you're going to have a match go to a wonk ending, I think it might have made sense to do it here and have neither Hurt Business or Retribution Right, to protect them, right? Lose. Yeah, yeah, to but protect I mean, them. Like they normally do for tag team matches like that, you know? I, I guess I'm not really straight on this as far as my take because I don't know that Retribution is supposed to be strong. I don't know that they've ever been booked that way, but like maybe they're just the job squad of 2020. Like Maybe they're not supposed to be... Whatever, but I don't know. It's weird, man. I don't know. They're that not was a the, little they're, weird. They're not the shield because the shield took forever to lose. Sure, you know, they're like definitely not I, the shield. Right, right. I'm just comparing the shield to Retribution. I don't know if we can because the shield was mighty high and like. Well, that's the thing. I don't know if you can expect every faction to be like the shield. You know, I get it. I get um, it. I'm just saying, like Retribution 
was supposed to be like this big thing and like, you know, have them on Raw and SmackDown, then they were just on Raw, have them on the pay-per-views, they weren't on the pay-per-views, they were just placed on Raw, they were trapped to the Raw to high pick, you'd think they would like protect them, you know, but they didn't. And they could have saved that loss for Retribution at, like you said, Survivor Series or at Hell in a Cell or whatever pay-per-view they wanted to do at, you know? Like, yeah, that was really, like, that was my big takeaway from this match, I guess. I just didn't really understand why they had T-Bar tap. And why him? Why not, you know, Flapjack over there? No offense. to It's just, like, T-Bar seems like he was supposed to be kind of, like, the main guy until yeah. Mustafa Ali yeah. came along. I guess it's good they didn't have... Ali tap out. Right, that would not make sense. But that would uh, be a leader. especially if you're going to have the Fiend come in and, and wreck them anyway, I think, you know, they probably just could have done that. You know, I'm not like real big on the wonky finishes, but there is a There's time, a to, time use to have them a when wonky it makes finish. sense. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the problem is they do it so much that then they can't really do it when they right. probably should. <laughs> but. Like, th- like I'm problem. just, I'm not trying to compare SmackDown to Raw, but like you don't need a wonky finish in the tag team match, tag team title match with the Street Profits and, you know, uh, Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. You could have used that wonky finish to have like the tag teams of uh, Hurt Business and Retribution, you know, go all crazy and then have the Fiend come out and then like disrupt the match. That's what you could have used the wonky finish for. Yeah, absolutely. That could have been a way to do it, but. That's not how they did it. So, I know. Uh, so you we know, T bar taps. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was pretty much that for uh, that segment of the show, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yep, well, I guess, I guess we, um, you know, the fiend yeah, the comes fiend, out. Yeah, the fiend comes out and, like we said, attacks the ret- retribution. Yeah, and basically wrecks them all yeah. himself. Yeah, except for yeah. Ali, because Ali gets away. And then, right, good point. Uh, big old T bar, you know, comes up and gets the claw, then gets, kind of kicks the fiend in the head, but then gets the claw, then the sister Abigail. And then he looks at the hurt business, the fiend does. And then uh, you have uh, Alexa on the big screen, but she doesn't really talk. It's just like the different voice of like um, the parrot, not the parrot, but like, uh, yeah. Mercy, the yeah, buzzard. Mercy the buzzard. Yeah, yeah. That was like, kind of yeah. crazy how yeah. it was like, not her voice. Yeah. And, it was like, yeah. Yeah. Let me in or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just some like crazy fiend Alexa madness going on. I really like all that stuff, man. That is, you know, really strong part of Raw right now. Obviously, you can just tell that instantly the Fiend and Alexa are going to be like the focal point yeah, of Raw. Yeah, exactly, like it, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, like it, that's really cool. Um, I know some people are kind of upset about Bray just tearing through Retribution. There again, I don't know if Retribution was ever meant to be anything more than a jobber. Like, you know, I don't know. It's your opinion about a job. I mean, anyway. I think they're going to be stronger, like, after this loss, maybe, you know? Maybe. They're going to expose the truth, like they said later on, you know? Like, yeah. But I mean, I'm okay with The Fiend. Like, he is a character who should be, like, I don't think. I'm just, I was okay with all of this, honestly. Yeah, I was yeah. okay with The Fiend just totally wrecking retribution. Maybe that's what they need. You know, The Fiend changes people. Maybe they need that, like, Fiend rub. To like be more whatever it is they need to be. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm reaching. I don't know if their interaction with the fiend is gonna mean anything, you know. Certainly more than, than just getting it didn't wrecked. mess up uh, Kevin Owens, so yeah, right. So right. he's still waving and doing probably the KO show next week. Probably, yeah. But um, yeah, you know, this was a good open man. I liked like the first 15, 20 minutes of Raw. Yeah, it, it was good. Off to a good start. Yeah, so we come back from a break, and then we have AJ Styles come out to the ring with Jordan Omegabian. Jordan Enormous. Yeah, Jordan Enormous. That dude the big guy. is a giant. He's a giant. That's all he could say. They can't say the guy's name. They could just say, this guy's enormous. He's yeah. big. He's huge. Just say the guy's name. Just say the guy's name. I mean, I right? can't say his last name. Just say Jordan. Jordan's yeah. enormous, or no? You know? Yeah, but uh, or the guy that was with like Shane McMahon. They already said that once, but just say like, yeah. Did they the even... bouncer? They said Shane McMahon's bouncer yeah, from under did? Raw Underground. Okay. So Raw Underground is dead. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Raw right? Underground is dead. It's got to be. Yeah. But that dude, we, I've been waiting for that dude to like do something. Yeah, because he was one of the ninjas for Akira Tozawa. Was he at one? Point? Yeah, he was like the tall like ninja. Huh. Right on. And then uh, you got and, a good eye for that stuff. Yeah, man. he had the mask on. Well, 
how he sticks out like a sore thumb. He's seven feet tall. Yeah, he's like he's taller than seven feet. Yeah, he's yeah. So be like you have seven five or something, something like that. Dude but is yeah, massive. But yeah, he was like part of Kiritasawa's team. Then he left. Then like he went to Raw Underground as a bouncer, and now he's with AJ Styles. Yeah, I instantly really like this pairing. I think you it's do? awesome. Yeah, with AJ just being like a mouth and like you know telling everybody off and being AJ Styles, the face that runs the place. I like this whole promo where he's like, you know, screw Seth Rollins. Yeah. You know, he wasn't shit. Da, da, da. I'm paraphrasing, yeah, obviously. Yeah, he's not the prodigal son or whatever. Or, yeah, and he's yeah. like, I'll be the one to take Raw to the promised land. And he's got this backup now that it's just like, Man, I, it's great. And, you know, uh, shout out, because we like to give him some credit when it's due. I just love the shots of AJ with, like, you know, Jordan towering over him. Yeah. Just, like, great camera angles and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, it was I, – I liked it, man. Yeah. I think it's a – it's just something that I wouldn't expect to see. You know, I like when they sort of, like, th- give you something a little bit different. It's like all of a sudden AJ's going to have, like, this monster. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of, like, Shawn Michaels with, like, Kevin Nash or something. Except yeah. it doesn't really kind of – I, I mean, it's tough to – that's such like I can't draw those comparisons. I don't know. Yet. That's what I just thought. You know, just yeah. like I, that just popped in my head right now. So I'm just like, oh, Shawn Michaels. It's sort Kevin of the Nash. classic, like yeah, you know, little guy, big guy, you know, <laughs> right, type right. of team or something, you know. But uh, I thought it was cool, man, and um, I kind of forget if that went into AJ's match with yeah, Riddle. Well, Riddle yeah, Riddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. Did, did Riddle? Matt Riddle came out. No, anything? Matt Riddle came out. Didn't talk. I don't know why they didn't give him a microphone, but. Usually he does have a microphone yeah, and he just says, bro, 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 yeah, but, bro. He didn't, but they didn't use it, you know, so he came out, bro. yes, bro, <laughs> bro, 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 but anyways, uh, yeah, so Matt Riddle enters the ring, they show him how he enters the ring, like the slow motion with the, how his flip flops are like, or whatever they yeah, are. Yeah, like kicking off the flip yeah, flops or the, whatever. and the pyro going off, so it was like slow-mo of that like they were just repeating like how his entrance came and it was just funny you know it's like i wrestled all around the world and it was without shoes on (laughs) vince is so obsessed with that he doesn't wear shoes yeah yeah so before the match (sighs) you have well actually the bell rings and then the ref asked uh the ref asked uh jordan to get out of the ring and then the he won't leave the ring and then the ref like was starting to count and he's like i will say a dq if you don't get out of the ring and he gets to two and then jordan's like grabs his hand when he's counting the two and then he's just like no 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 like mckembe matumbo or something (laughs) the finger yeah Yeah. (laughs) dude i love this uh this was different there again i love the the ref was like terrified yeah yeah. he's like like, i got like i gotta do my job man he's like i just i'm trying to do my job here man this was awesome uh like this it was a good match aj and uh riddle Riddle can put on a banger of a match and you got a taste of that which was cool but i some of my favorite parts of this match was the ref and and jordan jordan enormous the uh, big guy no no that's the different guy yeah we right <laughs> ryback nope well i'll tell you the jordan this guy is a lot scarier than lars sullivan yeah but i gotta i gotta stop comparing this raw to smack yeah we gotta, it's gonna be a long it. night yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway back to raw because that's you know uh, this was this was really good. Another good segment. Like AJ Styles a lot. Um, I'm okay with him. I know it's a transplant feud a little bit from SmackDown. Uh, if you remember Matt yeah. Riddle's debut on SmackDown, he beat, he beat AJ. So now it's sort of like now AJ beats Riddle on uh, you know sort of his first show on Raw in a while. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, this was a cool segment. There's more to it with with uh, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, because Jordan, he like. Uh... Because when uh, he wanted to give the big kick to AJ Styles before the commercial break, uh, Jordan got in the way, and he right. stopped uh, Riddle in his tracks. And then they went to break. They came back, and then they were still wrestling, obviously. And then later on, uh, he got thrown out of the ring, and Riddle did. And then Jordan looked at him and clenched his fist. Yeah, he just, like, made a fist. Yeah. That was really good, man. Yeah, and then Riddle, like, came back at went back in the ring and they got was distracted from that and got a like a knee to the face right or a kick you got super kick. kicked yeah something. super kick yeah. or something yeah, yeah and then he got, he got the then he got the, uh, <laughs> in the head. then he got AJ's finisher the uh 
Uh, Styles Clash. Styles Clash, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I really uh, got to give props to Matt Riddle, too. He did a good job of, like, when Jordan made that fist, he, like, books it back into yeah. the ring. He's just yeah. like, no, I'm not messing with this dude. Like, he did a good job of that, like, you know, pretending to be, like, terrified, yeah. as he would be. For those of you who didn't watch it or don't know, I mean, this guy, it, he looks like he's twice as tall as somebody like AJ Styles. I remember when Strowman was on un, Raw Underground, he's, like, taller than yeah. Braun Strowman, like, Who would be taller? Great Khali. I don't know why I'm bringing Great Khali, but No, Greg, that's a good comparison. Great Khali or, like, yeah. Jordan. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know exactly what <laughs> either guy's height is, but I guarantee you that they're pretty close, and they're both, like, just massively taller than any normal but i'll tell you being. what if you have a race down to the ring jordan will be great Kali. <laughs> probably i'd be interested to see what he can really do because yeah. i know he's like a trained wrestler yeah, and, yeah. And, you know obviously and uh I, I imagine they're gonna make you wait to actually see what he can do in the ring yeah although did he after did he get in on some no just no, got, yeah all right just, so they're gonna hold outside. out which he just i appreciate stood outside the ring for akira Dazal and that was it you know yeah, that's right didn't do much for uh raw underground was just a bouncer didn't do anything and now he's but just i mean AJ Styles, you know in this segment because then after the match basically the ref wasn't gonna get in their way so they had a little bit of a beat down on riddle right no no nope oh man Am I crazy? What happened? It was just, he just, like, the ref grabbed Ray J's arm, gave him the, like, the winner's raise, and then, like, uh, you had uh, Jordan, like, do the, like, the sh- like the dirt off his shoulder, like, it's no big deal, like, sort of type of thing. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, it was cool, man. Definitely a cool segment. I thought that they were, like, two for two so yeah. far yeah, this definitely. episode of raw it was going going well man yeah. it's tough to maintain it on the three hours that raw yeah. is but it was really like the first hour had a lot of cool stuff yeah man. it was fun so next we get like you know the video package of uh randy orton and uh drew mcintyre's feud right yeah. yeah there's this is you know i like both these guys a lot man but this feud it, it's to the point where we need to have like the decisive conclusion I, yeah, hopefully like a, at hell yeah, in a cell this yeah Sunday. i hope so yeah yeah because it's just gone on a little bit long for me yeah me too uh that's sort of how i feel about it did drew cut his promo right after that or yeah drew was being interviewed by charlie caruso right, it was an then interview. he told her to shout go. out to charlie yeah shout out to charlie he's always the best yeah she is and then like she he told her to go away because he wanted to talk to randy face to well not face to face but just say what he had to say to get off his chest and uh, he just addressed Orton directly, but now nah, he wasn't there. But he just says that he's like he met him at the age of twenty, and said that he was uh, he uh, thought he was an evil, sadistic, selfish, and entitled individual in WWE. Yeah, and yep. uh, said that he was in, he knows that like uh, Orton was intelligent. Yes, but still like he was just evil and all that stuff. Yeah, so. and he's sadistic and twisted and all yeah. uh but yeah more or less there again i'm paraphrasing but what you said was really yeah. on point man um but this is basically what we've been hearing from drew about randy orton for yeah and he also said like drew also said that he took out like randy orton's mentors so it was like yeah well, he took out his mentors and he just hopes that like he's gonna accept the challenge going into you know hell in a cell with uh randy orton's temper and whatnot yeah, and I think he said something about how he might have to come out and confront him later. Yeah, like he's been little doing. teaser yeah, there. Like he's yeah, been doing so lately, we'll yeah. see what happens there. But there again, another thread, you know, storyline sort of unraveling throughout this episode. So, yeah. yeah, it was just sort of a standard but good interview and, and yeah. promo from then the next thing. Drew. You want to go to the next thing? Let's go. <laughs> that wasn't great, was it? Oscar versus Lana. Was that yeah, all right? Yeah, I about mean, that? I mean, they she tried. almost made it seem like it was going to be a half competitive match in the first couple of minutes. Yeah. Lana got some moves in. I yeah. didn't know that they would even give her that much. Right. But yeah, all of a sudden, it seemed like Asuka just sort of threw the Asuka lock on her. And then she just tapped Lana out. Taps. She didn't even try to go, like, get out of it or, like, yeah, she get was to just the like, She's just screw like, it. Yep, we're done. We're done. Yep, I got my match. Yep. <laughs> No, but it's just it's just uh, you know, what do I want to say? Uh 
at least you tried kind of cake from like the Simpsons or something. At least you tried, or was it from the Simpsons? I I don't think, I don't know I don't know, man. I don't know, but I just look at those memes and it's just like, at least you tried, Lana. Yeah, well, uh, and she would pay the price once again. <laughs> For trying. Five times, man. Five times, five times, five times, like, five times. Yeah, five times. <laughs> 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 yeah, immediately after the match ends, Nia Jack's music hits. Down comes Nia, and I think Shane is with yep, her, yep. too. They and, attacked uh, her from behind. Yeah. Yeah, they like, yeah. came out from behind and attacked Lana. And clear off the table. Nia Jax, <laughs> fifth week in Samoan a row, yeah. drops. Lana threw a table for the fifth week in a row. <laughs> yeah, it's Ooh. fun. That's fun. Yeah, um... Yeah, I guess I wonder how many times that's gonna keep happening till she quits. Maybe, man. But I mean, she did just get a title match, which is cool for Lana. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. I don't know. That seems like I don't know where in the hell you would go with this. I mean, I think they're building up sort of a power struggle between the tag team women's champions Shayna and Nia and Asuka, sort of, because uh, Asuka was able to kind of get away from them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah. But after like the whole like dropping Lana on the table, you had Asuka attack Shayna because Shayna oh, was gonna right. Shayna was gonna put one of her moves on her, and then uh, Asuka uh, changed her like changed the her move and like reversed it reversed it, I want to say reversed it and yeah. then like gave her the hip attack outside the ring and then that's when. Asuka left, and then they went to commercial, and then you have, I think it was commercial break, and then you have uh, the tag team, the women's tag team champions of uh, uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, and then they were just talking about how they they put, uh, like, their teamwork, and it's more about, like, they own the tag team, women's the women's tag team titles and whatnot, and then they put it to any talent challenge to the back for anyone to come down, basically Raw or SmackDown. I was surprised they didn't say NXT. Yeah, because they because Bailey and Sasha battle people from NXT. You know. Yeah, um, I don't even know if that's still a thing that that title involves NXT at all anymore. I don't it did. Know. Yeah, and there's some teams at NXT that I would love to see get a shot at it. But, uh, yeah, we didn't see anybody from there. No, you know? but we did see uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, the new pairing tag team, uh, followed, out, followed by Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce. That's yeah. a random tag team. Yeah. Because, you know, WWE likes to throw people together last second. It's like, you're a tag team. I'm waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning. You're a tag team. and you're. Yeah, <laughs> this is when... This episode was getting pretty wonky, man. I don't really understand why you. Let me say the last team so then you yeah. can say the wonky. Go ahead. Yeah. The Riot Squad from SmackDown, from who Smackdown. also were drafted to SmackDown, and they ended up on Raw, which was weird as it was. They were entered in the match. Yeah. So, um, you just, I like, I liked the program between Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, but. I thought that sort of them breaking up would lead to some singles runs. We know Sonya's not on TV right now, but right. Mandy was so poised for a great singles run. All of a sudden, she's thrown into this tag team with Dana Brooke. Now they have like the matching gear. They have their own theme song. They're like legitimately a tag team. Yeah. But they're not nearly as good as Fire and Desire was. Right. And then Peyton Royce, who like we've talked about and fans had wrestling know that they sort of want to give this singles push too so they broke her off from her long time like lifelong tag team partner billy k the iconics they break up the iconics just to like a couple weeks later now peyton royce is in a tag team with lacey evans which is about as random as a pairing as you could possibly have and i think they actually played into that there was some intentional like they're both trying to do their poses yeah. and like getting in each other's yeah, way. I that, yeah. Um, so I don't know if they're going to use that to just build to a feud between them, which to me would make more sense than having them actually be a team. Like, I feel like Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke are a real tag team now, or they want you to just picture just them. Just believe as that because we're stupid fans, right? <laughs> but I mean, I would much rather have this the story be that Shayna and Nia aren't really a team but they're the tag team champions and then you could actually like raw could have some great women's tag 
they could have a great women's tag team division right now with yeah. the Iconics and Fire and Desire. That would be really cool, but I can't. I like the women involved in these teams, but I don't know if I can get behind like Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans or, you know, the other one there, Dana and Mandy. It <laughs> yeah. just feels like it's not right. It's just thrown you know? together, man. She's been thrown together for the last couple months. Like the whole Shayna and I, uh, they just needed a filler, and it worked. It worked, I guess, from with the Shayna and Nia because they're two dominant wrestlers in the business. And I like their chemistry. It kind of works for Shayna and Nia to throw them together because yeah. they're both so dominant. You can just picture them being like, and they make they they actually do a really good job with their characters in that team because right. they're like, look, we're not best friends. Even Nia, you know, I don't love the social media, but even she's like, we don't follow each other on Instagram, you know? Yeah. Just getting that point across, like, we're not out here trying to be the team that's like, yeah, we're best friends. We do everything together. Right. But they're like, but we're the champions. Like, we beat everybody we face. Yeah. And that, I don't, they're like, they're as good as any women's tag team right now, man. Right. There aren't very many of them legitimately. But uh, it works for them. But I don't know that it works to throw, like, Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans together. Yeah. Uh, and I hope that they don't try to force it too much. We know that they will do that sometimes. But I want to see all of these women get a shot in a singles run. But yeah. I guess they can't all do it. But I don't know. Like, man. I called Lacey Evans to get a next shot at uh... – Oscar, yeah, I called Mandy yeah. Rose, you know, sometime if she wasn't going to be like a tag team with Dana Brooke, you know, there was a lot of, you know, even if they lose the titles, Shayna or Nia Jax could be a uh, going after uh um the, the women's tag team yeah, the, the women's, Raw yeah, women's Raw title Oscar. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So, so it's just a lot of wonkiness, like you always say. It's just wonky yeah, tag team yeah. thrown together at the last minute for a fatal four-way match. Jackson Baszler versus Riot Squad and Brooke and Rose and Evans and Royce. Like, Yeah, it's just a bunch of singles people thrown in or like former tag. It's, yeah, it's wonky. Yeah. That's all I can really – I'll stop trying to Basically, we'll just tell you that it didn't, really, that it didn't really affect me that much. I would just say that Jackson Baszler won, you know? Yes. Yeah, naturally. But I think this story would just be better if they were facing teams that actually had, like, legitimate chemistry. Right. Like, I don't expect the tag teams involved in this to be any good. The Riot duo jobber squad is, like, the most together. You know who has the chemistry? Who's that? The Golden Role Models. Yeah. Well, of course. Yes. I miss them. God, I miss them. Yeah. You know, maybe they should have never broke them up, but we knew it was all about the feud, man. <laughs> I know, man, but let's just, uh, we'll move on. They did, that. because you mentioned them, they did, like, bring up on a commercial for SmackDown, which you can tune in, you know. Oh, remember, it's on Fox Sports 1, not on, uh, fa- like, Channel yeah, 10, like I usually get because of the World it. Series, right? Yeah, 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 so it's on Fox Sports 1. So, by 1, the way yeah. out there, folks, yeah, Fox when you're Sports like, 1, where yeah. the hell is SmackDown this week? It's Check on Check your DVR FS1. if you're DVRing it. It's Fox Sports Thanks 1. for reminding me, because yeah, yeah. I got to do that. But, yeah. um, yeah, they did say, you know, we had talked about how Bailey didn't sign the contract, and now they are teasing, like, is Bailey going to sign the contract? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if they're going to do, like, another similar thing i don't know man they just got one more episode to get to that match so and by the way i hope that main events hell in a cell i don't know if it will because you also have like the roman probably roman and jay yeah uh, which make i guess that makes sense and we know it's roman and he's gonna be the main eventer but uh yeah anyway you know I get caught up in the golden role models, and I don't want to get Sorry, away from it. No, up. it's cool, man. Too Melissa. soon, too soon. <laughs> yeah. Especially, though, you're right, when you're watching this thing. That's pretty much what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. like, I want the golden role models to get a rematch and get those belts back, yeah. man. But oh, maybe someday. Anyway. Yeah, so after Jackson Baszler get the win, you have uh, Elias. Oh, yeah, the Elias concert, man. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. You know, I'm a music guy. I love music and stuff. And it was like overproduced. And I don't think it was actually live. I think it was just like, you know, like they do at the Grammys or whatever. It's like, or the Super Bowl halftime show. It felt like a halftime show. <laughs> yeah, halftime raw. 
But it was pretty good, man. It was cool. Elias yeah. is dropping an album yeah, next week. Yeah, called Universal Truth. Universal and, Truth. And his song was called Amen. I actually liked when they did the song and uh, and like at the end he's sort of like, yeah, thank you, thank you. But then he's like, yeah, I don't care about any of you people or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like at the end he just, I'm like, is Elias a of good you. guy? I love none of yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love none of you. Just like, Good night. I love none yeah. of you. <laughs> Which I thought was great because I'm thinking like, are they making Elias a good guy again? And then it's like, oh, yeah, no. No. <laughs> But there was more to this than, you know. Yeah, you have, uh, he gives a guitar to somebody, and that somebody, when Elias comes back and says, oh, yeah, you guys want an encore? Yeah. You're not getting an encore or whatever. <laughs> you might get an encore, but whatever. Yeah, um, he's like, give me that guitar back. And then you hear shredding. Yeah, and then that's uh, Jeff Hardy with the... Yeah. There you go. <laughs> wow, there you go. <laughs> That's exactly how it went. Thank yeah, because you. you're a music guy. Thank you. So it works you out. want an encore? I love none of you. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I love none of you. <laughs> Buy <No>. my album. <laughs> yeah. All so right. then Sorry, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, it's all good. No, no worries. Jeff Hardy uh, is the guy playing the guitar, <laughs> and then he goes <laughs> after Elias, and uh, that was Elias going down the, you know, the stage or. Uh, back down to the ring and Hardy's like doing his little dance with his fingers up and yeah he took a pretty good swing at Elias and he hit the, the mic stand yeah 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 but uh there's gonna be more to this I don't know why they can't just talk it out and maybe like you know Elias is pretty convinced that Jeff Hardy ran him over man I don't know yeah I didn't see it, so I'm right. not sure who it was. Remember, we just saw the car. Yeah. Into the tele, uh, the pole, or not the pole, the uh, light. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. So more there, but uh, you know, yeah, I thought this was fine. Like they yeah. don't do a lot of those music segments. They, they halftime at WWE Raw. Pretty much, that is what it felt like. And I guess props to the stage people, like the lighting and everything was really cool. Yeah. You know, I appreciate that. There again, being a musician type, I just, you know, like a lot goes into those productions to have it sound good, look good. It was, yeah. that was cool, man. I had no yeah. problem with this. Yeah, same. Yeah. Then we get a backstage with the Miz and Morrison. Miz says he saved Mandy from Modus. Hey, hey. Then oh, Tucker oh. walks over and he's pissed and he's like, Oh, you in blue get me and Rose on the not really like that's not how we talk, but then he's just like <laughs> he's like, You gotta smooth to Raw and then he's like, I'm gonna go he's like, I'm gonna go find a partner tonight or so I can face the both of you and Tucker, Tucker, Tucker finds a partner. Yeah, he's Tucker's gotta go find like, a partner. I'm gonna find a partner yeah. and kick your guys' asses. Is that, is that how Tucker or El Grande, whatever, we're not there yet, but now he says, Tucker, Tucker, Senor Tucky. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, when we get we'll to get the there. ring, we go back to the ring with Kofi Kingston and uh, Xavier Woods head to the ring. Yeah, New Day? Not quite the New Day, though. Yeah. A little, little bit sad, man. You could tell they were a little sad. Yeah. They were still trying to have fun. Yeah. But Big E would be a part of this. Yeah, like everybody else was at the end <laughs> yeah. of the show last I hate it. I just hate it. I'm sorry. He was there. They kicked out another fan to get yep. wrestler in yep. there. Yep. Uh but yeah. we gotta we gotta say like before they came back, like they interviewed uh, Elias and Elias was like, I challenge Jeff Hardy next week to a match. Yep. When my or next Sunday to uh, oh this Sunday to uh the match at Hell in a Cell. So it's probably gonna be a kickoff pre-show. match. Pre show, yeah, yeah. pre show. Yeah, definitely yeah. on the yeah. kickoff show, man. Yeah, so then you Charlie, have, yeah, Charlie with Raw Truth and everybody else. And JBL being like, "Do you want to buy bonds? Like, what the hell are you talking about? You remember that? Yeah, and then know. you have Booker T, Tricks <laughs> and Championships, Dirt <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah, so look forward. Of course, we do preview shows for the pay per views as well. <laughs> We're doing all kinds of stuff on this yeah, podcast, man. It's fun. Yes. Sir. All right. I guess I keep trying to get off track, but. No, it's you know, three-hour Raws, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, so we have Xavier Woods and Kingston in the in the ring when they have a mic, and they're just, like, talking about how much things have changed recently. Sheamus comes out. He's like, oh, we've had our problems. Big E is uh, gone to SmackDown, and you guys are on Raw. And like, uh, Stop crying. Yeah, Whatever stop he crying. said, something about, yeah. like that, yeah. 
And uh, he said with Big E on SmackDown, both of your Muppets will end up on the wrong side of the bro kick. And then uh, basically it was just like he was saying that he was tired of like all the positivity because in the end it's just like a divided you will fall, basically. And uh, Yeah, basically. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Xavier Woods was like, yeah, you took a big fall from Big E on the car and uh, got the loss on that SmackDown. And yeah, they're throwing shade back at yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, they're just throwing shade at each other. So then it happened to be Sheamus versus Kofi in the match, and then you had, like, uh, Sheamus been Kofi throwing on a good match. And yeah, it was up. actually, like, a really good match. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, there again, both these guys can go. This was fun. Um, I don't even really remember how it all shook out, <laughs> but it was a cool match. Kofi gets the win. Yeah. Um, Biggie shows up on the... Yeah, that's sort of what happened. Yeah, Kofi was kind of like... You know, because this kind of the story here was uh, the new day just didn't feel quite right. They were missing because yeah. Biggie's always the guy like leading the charge. Yeah. Even there was that funny scene where they're like gonna do like, like the champ, and, but they're and, they don't yeah. have Biggie to and do that's the because new day, day rocks. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. We're on that was point good. with that was it. Good. Yeah, that was we good. got you, Biggie. But it, it was funny how Sheamus is like, don't do it, <laughs> don't do yeah. it, don't and then they just it. did it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, they're missing their guy. That was sort of the story. But then Big E shows up on the screen, and Xavier Woods is like, "There he is!" Like, yeah, there's he. e, there's e. And then Kofi gets like that yeah. charge because yeah. his boy's the, watching him, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah!" And then he's all pumped up, and yeah, yeah. Then hits him with his finisher move, I believe, and then got the victory. Kofi yeah, with. which man, I remember when he was on his run, they did such a good job of getting that move over. What the hell do they? Trouble in Paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. Which still, it's really effective, man. Yeah, and that was cool. It was a good match and told a nice yeah. little story. Good yeah. for Raw, man. You know, putting together a nice little story and a nice little match. That's all we really ask as wrestling fans, isn't it? Just make it fun. I get things make sense. <laughs> yeah. You know? Is that too much to ask? No, no. <laughs> I don't even really care if it makes sense as much as it, that it's fun and, like, you know, not always the same exact thing. Yeah. Over and over. For but sure. Yeah. Anyway. So Kofi wins. Yeah, which was yeah. cool. Good stuff. Good so stuff. then we get, like, they show the replay of uh, the Hurt Business being, uh, getting beat. Uh, they beat Retribution, and then right. then the in the Fiend post match, and then you have backstage with Ali and the, talking about the Hurt Business made a big mistake, thinking that his only power was strength in numbers, and because they have strength in numbers, uh, Retribution does. Yep. Yeah, and then his power is creating chaos, which is Ali was saying for Retribution. Yeah, this was an awesome promo. Yeah, by yeah, Ali. yeah, it was. It was great. And he's like, "All I need is a laptop, a cell phone, a secret. With one click, I can make anyone's world come crashing down." He said. Yeah. And then he he said he learned to brace that power when he was like gone for a year when they weren't using him. Yeah, he he literally said like, you know, this company didn't know how to use a guy named Mustafa Ali, which I thought was pretty like Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he said I like it how he said more it. Di- yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I can't even really try to do, you know, and do yeah. it any justice. But this was you're right. It was, he said it really well. This whole promo by him was and really well done. Cl- and then he made the claim which he was the hacker. Yeah, big reveal here. Going back to our SmackDown reviewing Beginning days of this podcast, man, when the hacker was the thing on SmackDown that had everybody guessing, but we kind of knew it was Mustafa Ali. I'm glad they finally tied this in, and it, it kind of makes sense, man. I think, you know, uh, Retribution, if they're really going to keep going forward, they need a little something extra, I think, to help get them. Like, you know, they ju- they lost last night to the Hurt yeah. Business. They need, like, some extra whatever, and maybe it will be, like, like him Ali hacking, is saying, like him hacking, yeah, because like, he can get like, the dirt on these yeah. people, and he knows. What's he get the hurt dirt? What's he gonna go in the fiend's mind? Get the dirt on <laughs> the, the hurt fiend, or business. the fiend or the fiend or the fiend. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, but with the hurt business, he could be like, I don't know. Yeah, he'll get the dirt on the hurt. Yeah, I'm glad we got that. Yeah, out. but yeah, man, um, really good promo by Mustafa Ali and a big reveal that. 
he was the hacker, even though we kind of knew yeah, that. And then he ca- but, and then yeah. he said, like over the past year, he was sitting at home because this corrupt company couldn't figure out how to make a buck off its superstars. Yeah, yeah. And he couldn't make a, na- a buck off's name to someone Mustafali, like he said. Yeah. And he was just watching the show, and he was just like, he was gonna go after everybody you know that like with their pathetic secrets you and know? he had uh yeah he'd seen the way that people like you know lie turn, to each yeah, other lie, and could cheat turn on and, themselves you know could yeah turn on everybody. that everybody does it because they're selfish and they just want to get ahead in the company and whatnot and yeah. that he went out and found some people that he wanted to they recruit. were lost in the shuffle i yeah. think or what he was trying to get at they know? actually brought we know a lot of times they start these storylines having no clue where it's gonna go so yeah. i guess uh, you know they did a nice job of like bringing this around to like make it sort of make a little bit more sense as to why they're even there in the first place. And basically his lasting statement was like, he's going to sh- we'll shut them all down. Everybody will sh- get shut down by retribution. Right. Yeah. This was really good, man. I thought this kind of salvaged the episode for retribution. Yeah. Um, I almost thought they were just going to like kill them off the show the way they lost the, the four man or eight man tag match. But this obviously lets you know that there's, Plenty more to come with retribution. So yeah, um, I I guess I'm interested to see where they go. Thanks to this awesome promo from Mustafa Ali. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was really yeah, good. Good shit. Good shit from Vince McMahon for once. You know. Good, good shit. Sh- good shit. Good shit. Yeah, bro. So we go to the ring and we have Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey. Ho oh, ho. Oh. We got no place to go. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah, they head to the ring to face Tucker and his tag team mystery partner, and then he like they get the mic, and then uh, oh, and actually no, they go back to, from break, and there's uh the hurt business in the back with Titus O'Neil enters, saying he liked to be, he'd be a hell of an addition to the group, and he could take the team worldwide. Yeah, and uh, MVP says they're in business, but it turns out that. It's the Hurt Business that said, they said, he's like, what? Like, you know, like, they were just, like, thinking about it, and then it was, like, a short, like, thinking about it. And he's like, oh, man, damn, you guys are quick. And he's like, yeah, we're in business. And he's like, oh, we're in business. And then he's like, nah, we're in the Hurt Business. And then they attack, and then uh, Cedric Alexander goes after him first, and then they say, Hurt Business, Hurt Business, like, kicking him in the, like, Yeah, I like that. It was Cedric who, like, jumped out and hit him first they're saying yeah. they're showing you that he's like vicious now yeah he's a real badass but it's like that's where the tweeners come in with the uh because we yeah, just talked about was how really healed yeah, to go and yeah. beat up titus o'neill. titus o'neill who's one of like the all-around good guys like yeah you know, the and, company guy yeah yeah um and he does all the good charity work and all this stuff like legitimately a great dude titus O'Neil. yeah but yeah so that's interesting man I mean, I like the segment because, uh, yeah, it just adds more layers to the Hurt business. and Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then Miz tells Tucker to bring his bring out his partner. Tucker enters, like comes out, and then he's just like, uh, the, <laughs> I searched the world. Yeah, he searched the globe for the <laughs> yeah. find the world's premier luchadors, and it's <laughs> El Grande Gordo, also known as you know, Otis under a mask, but they didn't say that. <laughs> it was I'm, clearly yeah, Otis. It was clearly, uh, clearly Otis. Just in yeah. a mask and a cape yeah. and like, you know, different colored ring gear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. El Gran Gordo. Yeah. And then like the Miz and Morrison are like laughing, not really laughing, but they're just like, that's Otis in a mask. And yeah. I, I liked actually how, uh, Miz got kind of serious in all the comedy stuff. Yeah. It's just like, you're making a joke of this. Yeah. And the briefcase. And he's yeah, like, yeah, the that briefcase changed hand, my career. Yeah. yeah. And Otis had like the old oh, El Gordo Grande. Yeah. Yeah. The lunch, the yeah, lunch. lunch box. So that gave it away. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like the Miz was just like, yeah, I made a career out of that basically. And like you said, go ahead, you know. What? Well, just that they made a joke out of it? No, I you were know. just saying that he just it changed careers, you know? Yeah, it and you're wasting Mrs. it. Career, yeah, you're yeah. wasting it. And Miz is pissed, and he's yeah, going to get it back o- in Miz, the court case, yeah, and the which Miz, I still yeah, don't sorry. think is ever going to happen. It's going to happen. You think so? Yeah, and then the Miz will 
win it, probably, yeah. Probably. And the Miz says that Otis is a joke. You know, it's how he's been with the company for 15 years and uh, beating all forms of competition. He explains that Otis is, is an underdog and that when people call him that, it's a code for feeling sorry for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Miz yeah. says that it's like the court case will go in his favor because he knows how to work the system. There you go. I believe him. I really believe Miz in all this. He's yeah, probably because end up with that briefcase. I mean, you man. look at it. I mean, I know it's storyline, but you look at it, and it's just like he got Manny to Raw, he got Tucker to Raw, he's on Raw. So and and you just sorry to cut you off, man, but there's no way for this to end well for Otis. Like the best thing that he can do is sort of get like screwed out of out of this briefcase, so he doesn't actually have to go just be eaten alive by Roman yeah. Reigns because he's not gonna ever. We knew, like, from Money in a Bank, Money in a Bank, Money in the Bank, which was our first review on the podcast, by the way, we knew back then that they weren't ever really going to put the title on Otis. Listen, he was hot at the moment when he It was, was fun in, in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly thought that he had a moment when The Fiend was laying on the ground after Roman attacked him, after, after The Fiend got attacked by Roman, that he could come out and he had so many opportunities yeah. to come out and they wasted that time for him to just cash it in and just get either squashed or win the title. I had basically a pipe dream at the swamp fight of him coming in on one of those like uh, <laughs> gators. Yeah. Well, I did say gators. Yeah. I yeah, had him riding did. in on you gators did, yeah. I re- or like one of those swamp boats with the fan. Yeah. But yeah, he was nowhere yeah. near any of that. Yeah. But that's. Uh, but hey, that's yeah. you know that's when Alexa Bliss first popped up with the Fiend, so yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. But yeah, man, Otis is gonna lose that to the Miz. But this was a cool segment, and Otis was pretty funny with the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, but, and... but basically, Miz was saying at the end that he will turn the prestigious Money in the Bank in his uh to him, and he said that Otis is just a pig. Yeah, which is like typical, just WWE. Yeah. You know, Oh, you're a pig, uh, but whatever. Can we give a shout-out first to like Samoa Joe on his commentary last night? He was like all into it. He I was, wish I could remember the stuff he was saying. He really popped me a couple times. I just can't remember. He had some really like good comebacks. Yeah, I just like, yeah. Stuff. Samoa Joe's and awesome He was like pumped to be there, you know? Yeah. It was just I like, hope they keep him on, man. Yeah, he's I mean, really I do good. like him in the ring, but he's yeah. really good on commentary, you know? Like he just like was really pumped to be there, and it was just like so good good and refreshing like he was like it's not like the generic like oh we got a hip toss and we got like something else but he's just like he's really into it you know yeah Samoa Joe is awesome on commentary I miss him in the ring too but I mean I think it works right now with that commentary team what they're doing I hope they keep him together for a little while for sure yeah, so anyways, Tucker and Otis get the win against the Miz and John Morrison. Yeah, Tucker and El Gran Gordo. Tucker, Tucker, yeah, like, uh, Mr. Tucker. Senor Tucky. And then, uh... Almo Gran Gordo. Yeah, after the match, Senor we get Tucky. some hype up first. The Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse. That's after the commercial break, they said. And then they come back from the break, and they have... Tucker and Otis or El Gordo Grande, Chicken Nugget, whatever, backstage with the <laughs> Cabo new Cabo Potato. Cabo Potato, yeah. Where is he at? Didn't he know. get drafted by Raw? He's going to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. So you have Tucker and Otis and backstage with the New Day. Mandy Rose like, comes in with a ham and it. Yeah. She, and they she's like, I'm so excited thing. to meet Grand Gordo for the first time or something. Yeah. And, and Otis is like rubbing the turkey or the ham yeah, all it was yeah, a ham yeah he's rubbing it all over himself hilarious <laughs> the new days back there right yeah they're yeah, all like yeah. partying Ooh, yeah they're like dancing they're all dancing so you had a little reunion with mandy and yeah, otis yeah. which was cool yeah. i guess but uh yeah man um that was funny this was funny that was funny i laughed i was like oh he's rubbing a ham on his gut Cool. Yeah. That's Otis stuff. Yeah. That's that's why he'll, he'll never be universal right, champion. Right. <laughs> yeah. Someone oh, that's man. serious and but funny, and that's the Firefly Funhouse segment. Yay! Yeah. I'm uh, trying to sound like the kids in the Yay! Yay! 
Yeah. Uh, this was an all-time Firefly Funhouse. I man. enjoyed it. It was some life lessons and really good life because yeah. you can put your memories in the in your head in the past. Yeah. I was like, wow, I never thought of that. And the future <laughs> is in our hands. Yes, and I was like, wow. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Ray is great, and you can tell that he just – it's a lot more freedom to do what he wants than a lot of these other people. You know when it shows. You know when he when he saw that the like the he took the black mask out like the black sheet mask. Yeah. And he threw it to the yeah, side. Yeah, I thought he was gonna pick pick up the well the walrus of uh, Paul Heyman and throw <laughs> it to the side too. But they they should they had missed an opportunity doing that. Yeah, we're never gonna see any follow up to that. No. I love that they even bothered to have it be to be continued. It's right, like right. no, that's not continuing. Clearly, yeah, they're good. on totally different shows now. That is good. That that wasn't. Yeah, that never needed. Yeah, to that be was continued. not good. No. So I'm glad they got away from that. I like what they're doing now a lot more. I think a lot of it has to do with how good Alexa Bliss is in this spot, and yes. she's so willing. It just it must be fun for Bray because it seems like Alexa is so on board. She's been on board since, stuff. like, 2015 or 2016 wanting to work with him. That's what I heard. So. Really? That's so yeah, cool, man, because yeah. they're really, like, two of the best in the business. Yeah. And this is so good, dude. This is my favorite thing in wrestling right now Same. is this Fiend and Alexa Bliss thing. I can't wait to see what they do with it. And I trust them because it's like, you know, Bray has that more control than so many others do. I trust that it can be awesome. It's exciting, man. But this, let's talk about the the fun house. It, yeah, he like comes into the he enters and Bray Wyatt enters and then he says he can't wait to make new friends. At yeah, Raw. he'll miss but his old friends. He misses old friends yeah. on SmackDown, but he's glad to make new ones. Yeah. And he, they show the clip of like retribution, yeah, him wrecking retribution, and then he lo- shows uh, the hurt business. So it looks like yep. the hurt business is going to be next, probably. I, I hope know. he just kind of like wrecks everybody. Yeah, with the fiend, it shouldn't matter. Good guy, bad guy, none of that should matter. Right, whatever, right. he's just out there destroying people scaring everyone yeah it's yeah great. and he's just like looking all around unloading the box of like everything that he would move from smackdown to make the big move and he's yep. like happy to be here on monday night raw <laughs> like yeah, that's what yeah. he said yeah yeah that was, I think good, that was pretty good, good yeah <laughs> yeah so he said why you know he's just going forward he's gonna you know be a better friend of rambling rabbit like yeah because rambling rabbit said something about uh being a better husband and father yeah, yeah. and he's like i didn't know you had kids and rambling rabbit's like you never asked bray or however he's yeah you know, and then like you always asked, get dude. and they were showing like how bray why was never a good guy to rambling rabbit yeah like all yeah. the times rambling yeah. rabbit rabbit died on the, yeah on the firefly funhouse because of course he's kenny from south park he yeah. just dies over and over again and comes back to life and then, yeah and then after he says after all the past is on our hands and but the future's in our hands. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's the part I liked. The yeah, most. that was a cool line. And yeah. of course, it all ties back to the Bray Wyatt like whole world in your hand yeah, stuff. Yeah, Bray's yeah. smart like that he man. Is, he man. puts it all together. I love Bray. I yeah. love the Fiend. I love Alexa. I love this whole thing. That's what's so cool about this. It's like two of I think our favorite. Like I just said, they're like my favorite in, in wrestling. But really, it's like it's just so it's so good, man. Yeah. So then, it's like, so good. And then after the fresh start that Randall Rabbit says he won, he gets devoured again, and then uh, yeah, Mercy the Buzzard, yeah, eats him yeah, for yeah. like the seventeenth time, yeah, yeah. And then there's a knock at the door. Who could it be? And then it's Alexa Bliss, and yeah. then White says it looks like I saved the best for last. Yeah, and then it's like so Bliss adds like that, it's, and it's just getting started. Yeah, the fun is just getting started. Yeah, and that was so awesome. Yeah, she looked great too. Yeah, she does. I the whole it all works for her, you know. And I love how over time, you know, she got like she had like just the one pink dreadlock at yeah. first and then it became more and then it was like her whole hair and then she started wearing black and spikes and yeah and that's when i texted you and i was like yo alexa man this yeah, is great yeah um yeah she looked amazing uh her timing with this her whole she's just amazing man this was great I'm so glad wwe went with this like yes you know, yeah actually like let her cut like in and like everything. i don't know the details but i don't think it at least to me it doesn't it didn't feel like it was ever supposed to be more than just like bronze like head in that swamp match that i mentioned earlier when we were introduced to alexa in this fiend world i thought it had more to do with brawn you yeah. know because 
of his past relationship with Alexa. Yeah. I don't know if they ever meant it to be more than like a one-time thing, but I'm like you probably, just said, I'm so happy yeah. that they've run yeah. with this. Yeah. Because probably like after everybody was like, oh, Alexa, sister Alexa maybe, and then they're like. Yeah, right. So then everybody was like, oh, they got like a good like, you know, vibe from it. So like we got to run with it probably. That's what probably happened. And a lot of people thought maybe she was just going to be Sister Abigail. I'm really glad they didn't take it in that direction. Right. Like, I love that she's just her own new yeah, character she's not just in like, this world. Yeah, so yeah. she's not like uh, Sister Abigail like shows up as a ghost figure or something like that. Right, or right. Or know? they don't try to put, like, some whole big history on her that does you know, it's just, it feels yeah, fresh. Yeah. It doesn't feel like an old character that right. they're, you know, bringing right. back or whatever. It's great, man. This was really good. So he come back and it's uh yeah Braun Strowman and uh, they show the Braun Strowman and Keith Lee fight from uh, two weeks ago and then Braun Strowman and and uh, Keith Lee are in the ring and they're getting ready to fight and then the match is happening. Yeah, you kind of missed this one, right? I did. Yeah. Well, hey, I was kind of checking in now too. Raw is a long show, but it is. The gist of it was that uh you know. <laughs> The gist of it was that Keith Lee got headbutted in the groin and then sort of lost as a result to that, but he would then get payback after the match. Yeah, because that's basically what I got from it. Well, I, yeah, I watched a little bit today, but I checked out. Yeah, that's fair. But I know that Braun Strowman got the win and then had like, yeah, and then Keith Lee was mad and then. Kicked uh, Braun Strowman in the area. Sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, I don't think this meant a whole lot. So. No, no. Not for both guys, I guess. You know, just two powerful guys wrestling, and that's yeah. what Vince loves. Definitely. Yeah. So that was great, I guess. Sure. And uh, we let's keep going. Yeah. got to get through this Raw. Of course, because it's like five hours. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, you know, I love the... Um, I love the Randy Orton coming out and setting himself up in the ring with the Hell in a Cell coming down. Yeah, yeah, they want to show you the cage and get you all pumped up. Yeah. And he locks himself in it. Yeah. And I think they sort of taunt Drew to come down or whatever. Drew just came down anyway. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so Drew Matt, so basically Randy Orton was saying that, like, he faced, like, the legends of, like, Randy, I mean, not Randy Orton. He faced legends like Undertaker, you know, Jeff Hardy, John Cena twice, and other guys. And he learned, like, he, like, was, got the victories, I think, over, like, all of them, or he just, like, had something to learn from it. And that's what he's going to do is he's going to, uh, it's going to be like any, it's going to be unlike other, like, the other matches that he had with, like, those guys. And he's going to beat, Drew McIntyre and win the championship. And yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. and then you have Drew McIntyre coming out and basically he's uh the cage is locked and then oh Drew McIntyre goes behind the uh, barricade and has bolt, uh, cutters. Yeah, he gets like the bolt cutters. Yeah, cuts and the c- chain yeah. off the door of the Hell in a Cell. And it, well, well, first, Randy Orton's taunting him. Yeah, that's, yeah. That was great for Randy Orton to taunt him and say, you can't come in here, it's locked. And then he's like, oh, well, I guess I could just go behind the barricade, get the pull cutters. Yeah, conveniently yeah. placed, you know. Yeah. Right there where he would need him. Yeah, because he knew that was going to yeah. happen, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so then... Uh, yeah, Magata- Drew hid yeah. them there yeah. before the show. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> so McIntyre just like, uh, cuts him down and like opens up the door. Randy gets in the middle of the ring with a chair, swings it a couple times on the ground, on the ring, and then they shut the door and then they cut off the show. Yep. Uh, which you know they sort of leave it on a cliffhanger, yeah. which is okay. Uh, it's sort of that's a way that I feel like episodes used to end a lot back in the day, especially going. You know, on a go home show, right? Which right. we didn't mention that this is, but yeah, well, you know, it's the last yeah, raw before the yeah. pay per view. Um, but I mean, I guess I'm 
it should be a good match. Yeah. I mean, I'm just ready for this match to happen, but I don't have a problem with them ending it the way they did. You like know what they it could was... do? Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, they what, could what do, do is just start the match with Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre's first match and just be like, well, the door opened, I mean closed, and then just start the match on from the ending of Raw to like the start of, you know, Hell in a Hell Cell. In a cell yeah. So they are they just stuck in the cage? Yes. For the next for, week. Yes. <laughs> Six yes. days. I don't know if that makes sense or not. I'm just <laughs> say, I'm just saying like it's a good like story to tell. Like okay, like, like we can start here, like uh, Hell in a Cell first match, Orton versus uh, McIntyre. Yeah, maybe that's what they'll do, man. Because I can't see that being the main event because it's no. gonna be Jay and and Roman. Yeah. And also we got to get Sasha. I'm really worried Sasha and Bailey's match is going to be lost in this. Yeah. It's not at all the right thing to do with this match. It's such a big match. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see, man. But, yeah, uh, that was the end of Raw, huh? Yeah. We made it. We, we made, made it, it to the end. Dude, yeah. but this was a pretty good Monday Night Raw all in all. Um, definitely some wonkiness. It's tough yep. to get through a three-hour show without yeah. any wonkiness. Yeah. The biggest wonkiness for me was sort of the uh, random tag team, women's right. tag team participants. And, you know, I didn't love Retribution tapping out early, but they sort of made up for that. They redeemed themselves, yeah. that awesome Mustafa Ali yeah. promo. So, you know, that and then with all just the awesome, awesome stuff with The Fiend and Alexa and I also enjoyed the the Hurt Business and their storyline throughout the episode. Uh, yeah, don't know if they're really good or bad guys. Somewhere in between, probably. But there's a lot of moving parts. I thought it felt a lot more fresh. I'll compare it to SmackDown for the last time. It just felt for, more fresh and, like, different. Yeah. Um, love AJ with the big right, dude. Yep. Jordan Enormous. Jordan, yep. Jordan we'll enormous, call him until yeah. I figure out his la- how to say his last <laughs> name right. Um, but yeah, man, uh, this was pretty cool. I guess I got to ask you, we'll, we'll use our scale here. <laughs> um, did you have a good time on the season premiere of raw? I did. Nice, I had man. a great time. Had nice. a great time. I'm going to go with that too, man. I had a good time. I don't know. It's, we might have to find a new rating. System I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I can't really sing the song for raw. Yeah. You know, that's the SmackDown song. But yeah. uh, yeah. Speaking of that, that raw song, do you know who does this? I don't new theme. As the intro seems a little different. Uh, maybe I just missed it last night. There it is. I have no, I don't recognize like the rapper on it. I don't Same. know. What's that, sure, what's I could look it up. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. I'll um, it, I just am on YouTube and it just says new intro after draft 10-19-2020. But anyway, it's cool. It's out there. You can find it too. You know, the internet's a thing. Most people know about these days and, and YouTubes. And But we're happy you're listening to whatever <laughs> podcast provider you listen to to get the CZWP because uh, we have a lot of fun doing this show. And we're cranking out more content than ever with lots of... I just figured I'd play it again. That's fine, that's fine. It's pretty short, man. At least what I have here. 36 seconds. So uh, we're going to keep cranking out the content. I think we're going to keep doing Raw reviews. As long as it's that good, I want to keep... Raw and SmackDown and uh, pay-per-views and so make we got a, a Twitter account so you guys can uh, interact with us, ask us questions and whatnot. Check it out, and that'll be fun. And we'll yeah, be doing that soon, you know. We're going to have SmackDown in just a few days, and then we're also going to give you our preview and review shows for Hell in a Cell 2020. So lots of fun stuff coming up. We'll see how it all goes. Running the intro again, <laughs> just to, you know... Take us out here. We'll leave them with a cliffhanger or something. We're we're breaking into the cage. We're staying in the cage, I guess. Actually, let's break out. <laughs> Let him out. See ya.